Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirem Adaf Yomi. As promised, this podcast, the final podcast in the first chapter of Masachet Kiddushin, will be very, very short. Uh, we are at the second half of Mishnah Yod, Daf Mem Amud Bet. Kol Shishno Mikra Uv Mishnah Uv Anyone who has Mikra, in other words, studies and knows Tanakh, Uv Mishnah, knows the law, Vederach Eretz, gets along with people, will not sin very quickly. You could look at this against the previous half of the Mishnah Yod. You could see what they hold in common. Famous Pasuk, the three-folded, the three-stranded uh, string will not um, uh, easily be cut. He has these three pieces of Mikra, Mishnah, and Derech Eretz. But if he has none of these, he's not part of civilized society. And this picks up on what we saw in the previous podcast. What are tzaddikim like in this world? Like a tree that's totally in a place of tahara, and one branch goes over a place of tumah. You cut off that branch, everything's tahor. In this world, your your early part is painful. At the end, you rise very high. What about evil people in this world? Like a tree that's all in a place of tumah. The branch leans over in a place of tahara. If that branch is cut, the whole thing's tamay. gives the Rishayim lots of good stuff in this world. In order to get rid of them and give, put them to the lowest level, something looks very straight, and at the end it's death. So it looks like everything's going well, but really if you look, it goes in the opposite direction. Okay, uh, this is all part of a uh, an approach to theodicy developed, uh, at least which appears for the first time post-Khurban, about understanding how it is that those who are evil are succeeding in the world and those who are righteous are suffering. Uh, of course, a problem that goes back to, say, for Eov, and of course a problem that the Gemara imputes to a question asked by Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rebitar from the elders were sitting in this uh, in this uh, attic. And the students asked the question, Talmud Gadol or Maaseh Gadol? There is how much ink has been spilled on this particular question. Is study greater or actions greater? Rebitarfan said, actions are greater. Rebitarfan said, study is greater. So they all responded, Talmud Gadol, Talmud Maaseh. Study is greater because study leads to action, which itself is a conundrum. Tell me, Yossi Omer says, Gadol Talmud, I'll show you how great learning is. Study of Torah came to the world 40 years before the mitzvah of Chala, which is a mitzvah that we were commanded to do beginning with entering the land. We got the Torah 40 years earlier. The Chumotu Masrot, Chamishim Viarba. Torah came 54 years before Chumotu Masrot because of course, are only after the seven years of conquest and seven years of settlement. They don't have in Shemotomasrot, so 40 plus 14. The Shemitim, Torah comes before Shemitah, Shishim Vyachat, 
Torah was in the world 61 years before there was a Shemitah, because after we inherited and conquered, then you count seven years for Shemitah. Liyovlot me'avashalosh. It came 103 years before Yovel. Why? Me'avashalosh, me'avashalosh, really if you count, it should be, it should be from year 54, which is when we first started counting Shemitah, it should be 104. That Yovel is, uh, the, uh, the, the effect of Yovel happens at the beginning. So it's at the beginning of the 50th year, so Yovel kicked in really after 49 years. So that takes us to year 103. Just like chronologically, study came before the mitzvot, and just like progressively in your, in, in, uh, in your own actions, study should come first. Similarly, you're judged first on study. The first thing you're asked in Shemayim, the first piece of judgment, is on your study. That the one who opens the water, that's the beginning of judgment. That's the drasha. And so, and Mayim is Torah, and just like you're judged first, similarly you're given a reward first on your Torah. He gave them nation, uh, the lands of nations, so that you keep the laws, but is always a reference to study. Right. So the end of the Mishnah said that if somebody does not have any of these qualities, he is really not a member of society. Rabbi Yochanan said, not only is there a homiletic statement, but a very practical one. Somebody like that is invalid as a witness. He's a lowlife. He's got no no morals, no bearings. Similarly, somebody who eats in the shuk, it's like a dog. I raise a dog like Caleb. And some people think he's posseleidut. That's how we rule. Take a look at Tosfut there. Somebody who was very easily angered. The only thing he's got in his life is his anger. Because he uses it up on everything else. A good person gets to taste the results of his good deeds. Our loser from the Mishnah. You should ban yourself from getting any benefit from him. In other words, avoid him in socially, in business. Just stay away from him. Happy is the man who walks in the Torah of Hashem. And does not sit with leitzim. Moshavo, moshav leitzim. Such a person, wherever, he, whatever he's doing, it's always going to be silly. It's always going to be meaningless. Stay away from him. That's somebody who is going to drag you down and whose company will be of no benefit to you or to the world. Hadran alach ha'ishani kneit. Baruch Hashem, we've uh, successfully completed our study of uh, the longest chapter that we've encountered so far. And a very meaty one, as I mentioned, 37 shiurim ago. Uh, in the opening shiur, people have written very interesting pieces about the composition of this parak and the composition of the Mishnayot. Uh, take a look at the reference on the opening page, which is available online, uh, of the opening handout. But in the meantime, we'll pause at this point and pick up with the beginning of Parak Shani in the next podcast. Everyone should have a wonderful day.